tamales and pupusas to ensaladas and quesadillas, food is a glorious thing in El Salvador, one of Central America's most densely populated countries. In fact, throughout the violent past and today's widespread gang violence, food has always been one of the country's brightest beacons. Since the country's civil war came to an end in 1992, hundreds of thousands of people have fled the country in search of safety and better opportunities. While most of them fled to the US, today many Salvadorians are also migrating to Europe as a result of President Trump's harsh stance towards Central American migrants. But dislocation could often make integration a challenge. In the Salvadoran diaspora community in Brussels, food has become a key point in integration. Along the canal in Brussels, the capital of Belgium and a city often referred to as the heart of the European Union, Marcelenia and her friends are busy making pupusas for an event called Fiesta Salvadorena. The event was held at Cano, a creative space for co-working and culture, and sought to introduce Salvadorian culture to Belgians. Dancing to upbeat Salvadorian tunes while gorging on pupusas, many Salvadorian migrants and locals in Brussels came to the event. Mm, these pupusas smell great, Marcelena. What exactly are the ingredients in this Salvadorian staple? Pusas have the following ingredients. Cheese, beans, and meat of chicharron, which is pork. And according to people's tastes, well, it comes with salsa and curtido, which is fermented cabbage salad. Over the past decade, there has been an influx of Salvadorians coming to Europe. According to Eurostat figures, around 7,800 applied for asylum in Europe in 2018 due to escalating tensions in their country. Most of them usually enter Europe through Spain since they find it easier to integrate being culturally similar and Spanish-speaking. But many Salvadorians began coming to countries like Belgium seeking better opportunities after the US announced tougher immigration policies. But settling in a country with no obvious links to their roots could make integrating a challenge. Melissa Vida, a Belgian Salvadorian journalist, says Salvadorians eat their way into integration. When Salvadorans came, the first step was that they were all in refugee centers. So they cannot cook. So what they would do is they would buy a little like camping stove, a little pan, and make their own pupusas or their own tortillas in their room, even though it is forbidden they cannot do it. So if there's like a random check or whatever in the rooms, they would hide the pan, hide everything. But now that there are more and more Salvadorans in asylum centers, Fedazil people who were used to having parties based on Middle Eastern themes, parties based on Afghan themes, Palestinian, because those are usually the nationalities who come the most to, to ask for asylum. But now with all the Salvadorans there, they're doing like Latino parties. There, um, Salvadorans are making pupusas with the ingredients they can find in Belgium. So the taste is a bit already different. Uh, and they're sharing it with the Ferrazil officers who seem very happy, to be honest. They're like, yay, Latinos, you know, salsa, reggaeton. And so like they're doing all these like parties in, in asylum centers. 
Um, and so now it's like increasingly getting known in a way, the food. Whereas before it was like, well, no one knew about pupusas in, in Belgium. Do they find the ingredients to make the pupusas easily? Uh, they look everywhere for the ingredients that can most resemble the authentic pupusa. So where they, their best friends, honestly, are Indian stores, Pakistani stores, Pakistani held stores, African held stores, you know. And that's where they find, oh, I'm going to go to the Pakistani held store for the yuca. I'm going to go to the African held store for the beans. And so they really like mix and match from all these little stores to create their own food because there's not many Latino held stores. So kind of rely on other immigrant communities. In fact, I recently read an interesting aspect on food and memories where academic Fabio Parasioli talks about how immigrants tend to cope with dislocation by creating a sense of place around food production, which they share with other communities around them and the host community. Melissa, how have Salvadorian people tried to adapt to Belgian taste? Um, definitely Belgian beer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that really depends on the people who are coming. I think there are people who are shy. I think people aren't, some people are not just there yet because they're still in asylum centers. So they're just not there yet to mingle, let's say, with the Belgian population. There are others um, who invite white Belgian friends at home to make them pupusas, and apparently the Belgians love it very much in that sense. Um, I don't know about them, like, doing Belgian, making Belgian food, though. I haven't seen it, and no one really talks to me about it. Um, but they do love the waffles, beer. They become beer snobs because in, in El Salvador, like any other country, to be honest, that is not Belgian, beer is like just a regular pills. <laughs> food has always served as the centerpiece for intercultural integration. But while integrating in a new country by sharing the food they eat, Migrants also stay connected to their roots because it reminds them of a life very close to their hearts. For Roberto, who is from El Salvador and married to a Belgian, the pupusa is everything and a dish he enjoys sharing with his Belgian family. It's a little bit nostalgic, actually, but uh, the main thing is for us, pupusa is, is everything. It's all food we eat. Are you from for others, like Tommaso, whose parents are Italian, but he grew up in El Salvador, the pupusa reminds him of his childhood. I was there as a young uh, boy, and nowadays when I eat it, I feel cozy. But while food is a source of comfort, sometimes it could also be linked to bad memories. Many Salvadorians are victims of gang violence and witness horrific events almost every day in the form of homicide or kidnappings. In such cases, Melissa, are there Salvadorians who come to Europe and want to forget their roots? All Salvadoran families know someone who has been killed, know someone who has been raped, know from the war or from now. In some neighborhoods, death is pretty omnipresent in a way. But pupusa and food is kind of a silver lining. And Salvadorans are pretty still, they're pretty proud 
of their country. They're pretty proud of their volcanoes, the sun, the food. And so this is like one of the most positive aspects of El Salvador is the food. And so uh, so many bad things can happen to you, but I, through food and through family, because pupusa is shared usually in family, well, it gives a sense of communion, of community. On that note of community and communion, though there has been an influx of Salvadorans into Europe, you still don't see any Salvadorian restaurants or shops where you can get pupusas or tamales. When I was growing up, pupusas were a bit like a drug. Because you, ha- you had to know one person, like, hey, do you know someone who makes this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I'll know someone. Okay, I'll go ask, go ask. It was like drug dealing, okay? Like, oh, do you think, oh, how much it is? And it would be expensive or, you know, it was really like from word to mouth. Then with Facebook, there was all, all like these Latino, Latinos in Belgium pages. And then you can ask. And then there were like a few, let's say, mamas, you know, some of her mamas would be like, oh, yeah, I can make pupusas for this much and this much. And then it became like this little, little small catering business in the past few years. Uh, and now it's like it's 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 an evolution, you know. There's no restaurant at all. It's changing. Um, now there is not a restaurant, but it's like Salvadoran families who would open their house for a weekend and make pupusas and sell them and create like put little three tables and people can come and sit as if they were at a restaurant with a little homemade menu and stuff. So we're getting there little by little. All Salvadorans, almost, almost all Salvadorans who, who come who, who, to Belgium asking for asylum, one of the first things they tell me is like, Melissa, my dream is to open a restaurant. How does that make you feel? Again, it would be like going into that identity shift again, to be honest. Seeing that would be like some kind of concretization of my own identity as a mixed Belgian Salvadoran person, and I would be so happy to see that. As the influx of Central American migrants increases, Belgian authorities have begun restricting immigration. But for the Salvadorians who have found a home in the country, eating their way into integration by organizing pupusa fiestas gives them a sense of belonging and communion. This story was produced and presented by Priyanka Shankar and edited by Priyanka Shankar and Tone Foss at Kano, a creative space for co-working and culture in Brussels. Special thanks to Belgo Salvadoran journalist Melissa Fida for enlightening us about Salvadoran food culture. Pupusas do sound delicious. To listen to more audio stories and podcasts from Our Europe, find us on Spotify or your favorite podcasting platform.